Welcome to this week's episode of the Ice Gold Cast. This is episode four. We've done four episodes every week for the past four weeks. Oh, I think this calls for celebration. We've done four episodes every week, you say? Yes. That's a lot of episodes. We're on episode 12 then. Yeah. Wait. That's crazy. Wait a minute. I think I've, I think I've miscalculated you've, here. You've done a bit of an error. Oh. That's okay, though. This I is love fine. You. I love you still. Oh. It's all right. Thank you. I needed that, honestly. Yeah. We're used to it. Oh. Sorry. Well, uh, this week, we're, we got a couple topics. We got a couple games that Josh wants to bring up. Uh, later on, we'll have uh, maybe three truths and a lie. We got some uh, cool stuff going on there. Biomutant came out yesterday. Hooray! I didn't buy it. It's, wow. it's got below average reviews. Not bad IGN reviews, but it's got it. below average. IGN give it a 6. Ooh. The general consensus is it's a 6 out of 10 at best. That's like that's, most people's rate. That's like the average rating is a six. That's so kinda sad. it's not good. It's not bad. It's like whatever, which seems to be the general consensus. That's disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw it. I thought it looked pretty cool. I thought the idea was all right, but I realized it was kind idea? of more. Well, it's a post-apocalyptic. It's a post-post-apocalyptic game. It's oh, after yes. the apoc- the post-apocalypse. So like mm. I don't know. The world ended for some reason. And then you're like a bunch of little mutant, like little animals that came after humans. And you're like, they have powers for some reason. I don't really know why. I assume it's just like mutation stuff because it's like radiation. Uh, and oh, yes. you, it's so it's like a mix of like melee ranged and like magic kind of combat. It's like a RPG. There's like kind of ratchet and clank vibes where it's like kind of cartoony. Um, yeah, there's automatopoeia kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I watched the, the gameplay a, a couple days before it came out because I hadn't really looked at it very much. I just saw like the Steam page and I said, oh, that looks pretty cool. Um, but I realized it was more of like a, uh, I guess, less serious kind of situation, like, like more cartoony and lighthearted than I thought it was going to be, which I'm not super yeah. into. On the gameplay trailer, you, it kind of looked kind of like Borderlands-y in the fighting. Yeah, aspect. and there's there's some Borderlands-y stuff too with like loot and different guns and cuz you can have gun customization and stuff like that too. Oh cool. It's like it's like Fallout uh Borderlands like Sonic the Hedgehog Ratchet and Clank characters and like kind of like Devil May Cry gameplay kind of like it's not like a hack and slash but you know I guess not Devil May Cry, more like like a Arkham Knight, like Batman kind of game. It sounds sick. Like it sounds like a it, really in cool concept, concept, it sounds really cool, and it does look really cool. I I think the idea is great. It just in general, I what I've heard is it's the actual gameplay is just kind of generic. Like the the combat is is nothing that's n- crazy new or innovative, which is not a bad thing. I mean, there's plenty of games that are not crazy innovative, but it's just like it's not that fun. You know, it's like repetitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also heard a lot of things. Think this is cool though. Like, listen, listen. yeah. Biomutant is an open world post apocalyptic kung fu fable RPG with a unique martial arts style combat system. With me, that sounds cool. As I fun. know that sounds awesome. In theory, um, in theory, I, a couple okay. of reviews I watched also mentioned that a lot of the quests and stuff are kind of shallow as well. Like, it's just like nothing new that's been done. Just fetch quest or go kill this guy or you know stuff like that. It's hard to do new Which stuff. Which is like disappointing. Like, well, it is. And it, again, like, not innovating is not a bad thing. Yeah, it's true. Like, Hitman 3 is the same as Hitman 1 and 2. It's just more content, right? 
But that's not a bad thing because the Hitman formula was so great already. So you don't really need to innovate. Um, and, mm-hmm. you, and you can you can do stuff like that well. Like you can you can do Arkham Arkham Knight style gameplay well. There's no problem with that. Like, uh, but you know it has to be interesting. And the problem with Biomutant, what people are saying is it's just repetitive, like kind of stale combat in gameplay. Do you guys it looks think beautiful though? It does look very nice. It does look very good. Do you guys think with like the level of technology that is that's available, like people's expectations, especially for games like, um, like when I think of games like Biomutant, like in terms of scope and in terms of things like that, like No Man's Sky, like obviously was a big disappointment. Yeah. Like, do you think people's expectations are just like baseline too high at this point? Like, no, and, I think and- people's issue is that they. Uh, yeah, I guess to an extent, but I think people's issue is that they hype up games so, so much, and developers feed into that so much when they are announcing games and they're showing games off. They're like, you can do all this crazy shit, and they're showing stuff that's not accurate to the game that's actually going to be released. And then it comes out, and everybody realizes it's just a video game. Whereas in their minds, it's like the, this god-tier level thing that's like insane. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, I mean, the other one that I'm surprised I didn't uh, think of first was Cyberpunk, which yeah. I didn't play, obviously. I'm glad I didn't, because Ooh. it seems like, you know, it really didn't meet no. everyone's expectations. But, like, sorry? I, I, th- I think a lot of stuff about Cyberpunk was there. Like, when I played it, what I was expecting was a lot of, you a lot of like, RPG. No, I haven't finished it, but I, I've played about 40 hours. A lot of side quests, I imagine. Holy shit. (laughs) No, I'm close to the end. But, I mean, 40 hours is not a lot for a game of that scope that they made it seem to be. Mm. Like, Red Dead 2 is, like, 60 hours just for, like, main story. Uh, Anyway, yeah, Yeah. I I was expecting a lot of RPG stuff more so. um, And some of it's there. Like, there's lots of dialogue options and different choices you can make. But the actual, like, RPG elements, it's not that nuts. Like, you can't... There's not a lot of room for replayability in different builds and stuff like that, you know? It's yeah, just... The big thing for me about that game was, like, the gunplay. It was just kind of boring. Yeah, the gunplay's okay at best, I think. The the stuff I like a lot was the hacking. The hacking was so much fun. Like, stealth missions and, like, hacking stuff and doing all that, that was fun for me. I liked, And I didn't think it would be. I thought that would be really boring. But I, I thought that was really, really good. And that was, like more rpg stuff that i thought would be fun like you could you know you can be like a netrunner hacker type character you can do melee and different types of guns but that's it that's really all there is there's no variance in builds beyond that like the skill points it's it's the classic where the skill points is just you do this much more damage or when you dodge then you can you know reload faster it's just like just numbers really that's all it is nothing is like unique or anything like where you get a skill in like skyrim for example and it's like you know you can uh, i don't know off the top of my head but i'm I'm, it's like all gone now but like if you if you get a skill in skyrim that like changes the gameplay significantly you know what i mean i i can't think of any specific examples right now it's been so long like an alteration yeah, like spell? like makes a fundamental like no like changes like how changes you, fundamentally you, instead yeah. of just you do this much more damage or you you oh, run this much faster yes, or yes, you true. reload 10 percent faster 
like yeah. in an actual RPG, there's different skills and different builds you can do that will like okay. Well, like for example, if you do the archery tree in Skyrim and you get the slow mo skill, right, where you zoom in and then it slows oh, down time, yeah. like something like that. There's like there's nothing like that. There, really? There's there's a couple, but it's nothing insane. Like there's there's like the melee in the blade skill tree that you can like. There's bleeding skills where like you can stack bleeding on a target, but again, that's basically just more DPS, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's nothing insane, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it just goes back to like to what the studio promises. I don't know. It's not like I'm blaming the studios for like doing that because it's a smart move. You know, hype up the game, sell more copies. Like that's smart. Yeah. Oh, and they made a lot. They made back their entire marketing and and um, development cost in like the third day. They made back yeah. all of the money, and then after that, it was just profit. So really, it doesn't matter. Didn't like the game; they still bought it. The, I mean, the main problem was the bugs. If and it yeah. it runs really poorly too. Like it says, the recommended was a 1060, right? So I'm like, oh, I have a 1080, no problem. I run it at medium, at like if nothing's going on, 40 to 50, and in a fight, it'll go down to like 30, 20, sometimes even lower. The problem is there's no consistency with the performance, right? It, yeah. if, if, if there's performance dips that's one thing if you're playing a game and it in a really performance intensive area it goes down five ten frames that's not great but like you know you can still play the game it's, li- it's livable you can, but you can deal with if it. if you are running at 40 50 fps which is a playable amount it's not ideal but it's fine right um and then you get into a fight and it drops 30 to 40 fps like that's insane that amount of drop is crazy. The performance is not stable at all. And uh, the bugs, too. Man. The bugs were a problem. If, if you got rid of all the performance issues and all the bugs, I think Cyberpunk is fine, if not a little disappointing from what they promised, which is, I mean, it's every game. But I, I still kind of want to play, Cyberpunk was I mean, so hyped up. Even though, like, people say it's okay, I still want to... It looks fun. Like, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I like it, the, it is fun. The world. I, I, I don't really know why I stopped playing it. I think the performance just was the thing for me that kind of got me out of it because i don't know i i can't i can't really handle the the amount of fps drops and performance issues it's just it it turns me off too much when i'm playing and it takes me out of it you know if all of a sudden i'm running at 20 fps it's it's like so noticeable and so frustrating to deal with and i like i'm playing days gone right now i just bought that game and it's been running at a at above 60 like flawlessly not a single drop below 60. It's it's running 60 to 70 in between there, at, like, consistently, no matter what. Even, like, there's big hordes, like, with, like, 100 zombies. No dip. It's it's great. Ooh, I thought Days Gone was older. It's a 2019 release. No, it came out PC, uh, PS4 on in 2019, and then it just released on PC on the 18th of May this year, 2021. Yeah, Cyberpunk came out 2020. How long was the development for Cyberpunk? Uh, like, eight years. Eight years? Day, hold on. Days gone. Uh, Cyberpunk was announced at like E3 2013, I think. Something like that. Um, I remember I, I went back and I watched like the first announcement trailer where it was just like a teaser basically with the title and it was like 2013. 2013, 2014. And that's when they announced it. So they'd already been working on it for probably a year or two at that point. Apparently Days Gone started development 2013. Yeah. So seven years difference with days gone is they didn't announce it in 2013 (laughs) (laughs) true i don't know when they announced it i don't remember exactly i didn't follow it from the beginning of development i only heard about it later because of 
I think I was watching one of the E3s where they were showing off gameplay, and I thought that looked really cool, but then I realized it was a Sony exclusive, so I was like, oh, I'll never get to play it. But then uh, Sony was like, just kidding. We're going to start putting games out on PC, which is awesome. I love that. I'm going to play Horizon Zero Dawn eventually. They fixed the, True. the port. The port was very bad at first for Horizon, but apparently they fixed it now, so it's good. So I want to play that eventually, too. It's kind of only to be expected, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of all, all about game trends and announcing games and stuff while we're on the topic, I got some video game trends that I, I, I was kind of thinking about last night. How there's so many games, especially in recent years, where it's like super flavor of the month, where like, you know, a couple streamers will pick up a game and then see a lot of success, and then everyone on Twitch is playing that game, and then everyone goes, oh, this, this game's huge right now, it's so popular, and everybody buys it, and then they get sick of it in like three weeks. Because Did you guys know about like the PUBG crazy. shit? Wasn't it like really, really buggy and beta, and then they full released it, and it was even worse? Yeah, they never fixed anything. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how it is now. I'm sure maybe they I fixed. Think some it's stuff, better. But, like it was so buggy and just like not optimized, or I don't know. It's been a long time since I played it, but it it, yeah. it was it was fundamentally pretty broken. I thought it was. I mean, I played it with the hopes that it would like eventually get better. And at this point, like when it comes to battle royales, like I just prefer Apex. I play that. Um, yeah, Apex is smooth. I don't know. I think I I actually enjoy kind of the realism that PUBG has, and I like that it's kind of a slower game, um, or you can play it as like a slower game. Whereas like Apex, generally, like it's very fast paced. Like same with Warzone and everything. Mm. Um, but I haven't played it in so long, so I can't tell you whether or not uh it's actually been like fixed i see that some of the streamers that i followed back when the like when i played it are still playing it so i have to imagine that there still is you know a bit of a fan base but i wouldn't i'd assume it's still like alive yeah i mean they're they've definitely i think put it they've definitely like got their fan base and they've stabilize themselves it seems at least but i i don't know i could be wrong people could still hate the game and just be you know hate playing it like i play league <laughs> it could be the thing i i didn't like about PUBG when i played it is that yeah it was a lot slower paced than anything like you could land and not see anyone for the entire game and then just get one shot and then the game's over because the time to kill in that game is really low as well especially if you don't have like armor you land, and the map was so big, like, you, you know, if you didn't have a vehicle, you'd have to run for literally, like, six real minutes to get into the zone. <laughs> yeah, and then true. you would, and then someone would have a car 98k, and they'd one-tap you, and you would die. Like, the only gun in Apex that can one-shot you is the Kraber, and that's a care package weapon, and you have to hit a headshot with it to kill him. Yep. Which I think is, is good, yeah. because, I mean, a slightly higher time to kill, I didn't like at first in Apex. Um, but now I'm realizing it's just like, it makes the games more interesting, I think. Like, because, you know, if you're running around for 10 minutes, you pick up all this ammo, you don't see anyone, and then you get in a fight and you literally die in 10 seconds. Like, why? That's not fun. That's, you literally wasted 10 minutes. Yeah, but Luke was saying he likes that slow pace, though. What did you like about that, Luke? I like, I mean, well, because I was going to actually spin off the conversation into like game, uh, yeah, games that we were kind of blown away by. And I really enjoy like games like the Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain, where it's like a, a really stealthy game. And, well, it can be if you want it to be like, and I, I really like that kind of stealth gameplay. 
And I thought PUBG actually kind of worked in that way. Like I kind of enjoy playing like a slower game where you're just like, you know, sniping or using. Yeah, that part about it was good. I did like that part. But I do understand like you want some payoff towards the end, obviously. Like you don't want to get sniped. You know, it's fun if you can find people, but you know. Yeah. You're just playing slow the whole time. It's, yeah, if you, it's if you land in the corner of the map and the zone is in the other corner and you're unlucky enough to not find a car, you either you have to start running immediately and you still might not make it and you might just die. Um, the the I think a one other fundamental issue that I had with PUBG was it being third person because you can literally peek around corners with no risk to you whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, true. That was a big that was a big thing where you could just hide around a corner and watch and no one would know you're there because you you're just peeking in third person camera, you know? It's kind of campy then, huh? Yeah, yeah, oh, it was crazy campy because of the time to kill was so low too. Like you would just camp and snipe people. There's can you lean in Warzone? I forget. Like can you like QE no, lean I, your aim? Oh, Warzone maybe, I don't know. I don't think I so. think in Warzone you can lean. I think I remember looking at the controls and seeing a lean button that I never used. It's been a but... while since I played it, but yeah, the thing with Apex, you know, uh, I, I mean, Fortnite's third person too. But the thing with Apex and um, Warzone right. is it's first person, so you can't do that. You have to risk yourself peeking. Um, I don't know what Fortnite is like. I mean, I've never played Fortnite, but I mean, yeah. the building, the building kind of offsets that a little bit, I think, with the the whole peeking thing. Because if somebody peeks at you, just build an entire castle and then you're fine. Well, it's just it's crazy how, like, Fortnite has become. It like an entire separate beast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and PUBG kind of started it, honestly, because PUBG started the big, the whole battle royale craze in the first place. And Fortnite was initially that like weird tower defense, like base building game. And then they decided, well, let's make a free to play battle royale mode to capitalize on this. And then that's literally all anyone plays now. That's what Fortnite is: is the battle royale mode. Yeah, I actually I forgot that it was originally. <laughs> yeah, that. no, it it started as like that weird zombie kind of, not i don't know if it was zombie there's like monsters and you had to build a base and live for a fortnight that's why it's called fortnight because you had to live oh, for 14 yeah. days <laughs> like probably people probably don't even know like kids when they're playing fortnite they probably don't even know what the word fortnite means they're just assuming <laughs> it's these days you know what i mean those zoomers we're zoomers <laughs> those younger yeah, yeah. zoomers what's what's like the last year of this gen z generation I'm gonna find out. Find out next time. Uh, born between 1997 and 2012. Yes, I. We're we're like the beginning of Gen Z. We were almost not Gen Z. We were almost millennial. We were almost, but not quite. So, I guess kid, they are still Zoomers technically, because if kids Mm -hmm. are like 10 years old right now, they were born at the end of that. So that's they're still Gen Z. But what's the new generation called after Gen Z? I don't know. Uh, X. Was it? No, X is, no, is X, X is, is our is parents. Way, <laughs> X is way back. Oh, what the Gen fuck? X is your mom and dad. Generation, Generation yeah, Alpha. Your mom. It's called Generation Alpha, apparently. Boomers, Zennials, Millennials. Generation hmm. Alpha. Wow. So the next one's gonna be called Omega. Uh anyway, I'll loop back to what I was talking about before. After PUBG. Those flavor of the month games. Like uh, PUBG was was a flavor of a few months, maybe like a year. I mean, okay, Fall Guys was in recent memory. Fall Guys was like three months, maybe, maybe four months, where it was huge. And I remember seeing Fall Guys and thinking, that looks pretty fun, I might play it. And then I, I, I thought, well, by the time I'm going to buy it, everyone's going to be sick of it, and it's going to be over. And then it was. It just kind of died. Yeah. I think the issue with Fall Guys is that there was not enough content, and they didn't add anymore. Oh, Josh, do you remember 
the fall of Overwatch? Because you played it the most out of yeah. all of us. Um, yeah. I was just. Why, why did Overwatch die? Well, I was just I talking about to my coworker about this last night because he was he was actually top five hundred. Um, oh shit! In NA, he was like, I think he got to spot ninety or something like that. Um, Damn. So he's really good. But I, I was talking about him with the glory days of Overwatch because I loved Overwatch back in the day. Yeah, how high did you get? Uh, I never really played comp. The highest I got was like mm. high plat. I think easily I could have gotten to diamond if I just played. I think I probably could have got to master. If I played consistently, I probably could like well because all my other friends that were basically the same skill level as me eventually got master. Uh, a couple got grandmaster, so I think I could have easily gotten master if I just stuck with it and played it a lot. But I, it was it was too tilting for me. It was way too toxic and tilting. Like I would I would play a few games of comp and I'd have a bad game and people would flame me over voice chat and that would ruin my whole oh, day. God, like yeah, literally my chat. whole day. Like my day would was ruined because I would have a bad game and I would just think about it all day. That's all I think about. So I just stopped playing comp. Um, the thing that happened with Overwatch, the issue that most people had was the balance. So there was initially um, a really annoying meta that formed. I don't know what started, but it was initially there was goats. a three tank, three support meta. This was before Goats. Because oh, this really? is before Brigitte. This is before Brigitte came out. Oh, okay. so it was three tank, three support. Where I think it was Diva, Zarya, and Reinhardt. Or Diva Roadhog Reinhardt. And then uh, hmm. the support was Zenyatta, Mercy, and Lucio, I think. Because not a lot of supports were out at that time either. Basically, no your DPS, DPS your DPS was basically no. Because you'd have three support, three tanks, so you'd be unkillable. And then you had the hmm. Zenyatta and the Roadhog for DPS. And I think if you replace Zarya, I don't remember Zarya was in it. But Zarya was good DPS too. Um, Diva was pretty decent DPS. And she was really good at stalling. Um, that was another True. thing. There was stall metas where if you were on the last control point, they would just pick Diva and May, and just stall the point like forever. Like because the defender's spawn was right next to the point, so they'd pick Diva. They'd jump onto the point, absorb everything with defense matrix, and then they'd pop out of the mech. And then you'd have to kill the baby Diva. And by the time you did that, then May would show up. She would freeze on the point, and then she would wall the point. And then by the time you dealt with her, the rest of the team would come, and then Diva would be back up again. So it was just constant to just st stall out the game. Because eventually, eventually you, the defenders would stall long enough that they would kill the attackers one by one, and then eventually they would just win because the attacker spawn is so far away that they would just win eventually. And then they would hold you the point. You wouldn't just be able to group up and re retry point? Yeah, you could, but if it was in overtime, you couldn't. That was the whole idea. Oh, you would stall in overtime, oh, yeah. and then you so would just kill all the attackers and you'd win. Um, so those two were like the beginning of it. So Blizzard, I almost said Valve, I don't know why. Blizzard balanced a lot of this stuff, which was good for the most part. But then um, Brigitte came out, and Brigitte was just the most unfun champion. She was so busted. She had the shield stun, where she would just walk up to you and stun you. She had like pretty decent heals, I think. I think it was mostly the stun, though, that was, was bad. And then she would just whack you. It wasn't a range you. stun? Like, she no, she charged, she, charged, she charged into you. The whip oh. was like a knockback. Oh. But she was just really, really oppressive for a long time. And they nerfed her and it didn't help. And I'd have to go look at the timeline again for all this stuff because I don't remember a lot of it. But uh, then they added roll queue um, to balance out issues in competitive where people would just choose like five DPS because they didn't want to play anything else. So they added roll queue. And then the issue with roll queue was everyone was queuing DPS. 
because a everybody wants to play the cool fun characters like you know genji mm-hmm. mccree's yeah. you know all those guys so there's not enough players so and then times we're fucked yeah and then the other issue was that half of the fucking roster was dps because they got rid of defense and offense altogether and they merged them together into dps oh yeah so half of the characters in the game are dps so if you wanted to play like most of the time it was a dps character so they had to add all these incentives for people to play tank and support to offset the queue time because if you queued as dps you would be waiting for seven minutes for a game if you queued tank support you'd be waiting 30 seconds because nobody was playing them so they add added you know you would get a loot box and you would get credits for queuing as as tanker support and then eventually they added in fast passes too where you'd get a pass by playing tanker support and then you would you could use that pass to get into a priority queue to play dps but then that causes the issue of people in priority queue have priority over the people that don't so then if you're queuing non-priority queue dps you're never gonna find a game ever so it kind of just slowly scale down or spiral downwards from there yeah and then just after that more balance changes in the meta then then goats happened to a little while before that which was um i forget what the exact comp was it's called goats because of the team who played it Hmm. um goats overwatch let me just take a look real quick because it's been a long time while you look that up josh i have i have something i could bring to the table here all right it's it's actually this week's ad i'm thirsty are you thirsty i am a little parched yeah Josh, are you yeah, also parsed? Yeah. Well, I have a solution for you. It's not really a solution. It's more of a PSA. But, you know, directly from the little-known but renowned Pentagon's Clean Water Division, CWD for short, they were established in 1982 to help America and other first-world countries have available clean water. Their mission statement, drink our water, it's very clean. The CWD has told us to urge all citizens to stop filtering their water. A little-known fact about water filters like the Brita is that they are completely useless. Our correspondent at the Pentagon has told us that all water is being treated at offshore black sites around the globe to give the people clean and reusable water. They also urge us to let people know that there are no risks of blindness, tapeworms, or any other diseases because the water is treated with heavy chemicals to kill off any bacteria. This CWD-treated water has been in circulation since the early 1990s. Some people have complained that they have may have forgotten loved ones or even lost their sense of self, but do not believe those naysayers. Believe the CWD, the world's first solution to chemically treated water. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Wow. That was inspirational. Let me tell you, I'm not thirsty anymore. Wow. Why not? Because that that advertisement uh, quenched my thirst. Uh, oh, I want to. I want to. I just want to put this out there. That was not. That was not real. We're not actually sponsored by the Pentagon. I don't want to get arrested in America. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why we're fair. sponsored by the American government. No, we're sponsored by no the shape. It's like oh, sesame. it's the shape. Oh yeah. my so bad. Not the yeah. American. Not the American building. Yeah, Pentagon. Guys. Sorry, I thought I. Okay, I was, I'm sorry. Email. Okay, that's my bad. No, that's okay. Uh, I didn't read the contract. We're, okay, so we're well. sponsored by Pentagon, the shape, the, the shape, geometric five, shape. Yes, five sides. Yes. yes. Five so, yeah, okay. I got you. Five sides. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, so, uh, yeah. it turns out, I, I actually forgot about this. The reason they introduced roll queue is because of the GOATS comp- composition. Yeah. Hmm. So, GOATS was, yeah, again, the three tank, three support thing. So, it was D- typically Diva, Zarya, Reinhardt, and Moira, Lucio, Brigitta as the supports. So this was basically Ooh. like three tank, three support meta, 
but this was after Moira and Brigitte came out. So they're yeah. pretty strong DPS as well. So the thing is about goats is it was so strong and oppressive that the only way to counter it was to play goats yourself. So if you watch competitive esports in that at that time, it was you'd play goats or or you'd play like some other team that was like gonna counter goats. It was like Meta Knight and Brawl. <laughs> like a composition was as good as how good it counters goats, basically. And so they introduced the roll queue, and so the roll queue is locking the composition to two damage heroes, two tanks, two supports. Which is a so you had to have which is a, an okay idea on paper. But the thing is, why not just balance goats? Like, I get that that sounds easy to say, obviously, from a game designer standpoint, balance is really hard. But to lock compositions to limit creativity so much that you can only have two of each hero, and then if you queue for a roll, you can't change your roll mid-game. If you queue for a tank, you're people only playing tanks in that, that game. I hated that. Everybody hated that. I mean, there's some people yeah. that like it, obviously. But, I mean... Like, to limit compositions like that is, like, the whole point of Overwatch is to mix and match different heroes and find creative ways mm -hmm. to do stuff. That was the whole point of it. At the beginning, there was not even a cap on heroes that you could pick, which I'm, I'm, I'm glad they changed that because that was awful. When you could pick, like, six tracers and stall the point forever. That was funny as hell, though. Yeah, well, they, they made it arcade <laughs> game mode where you could still pick that, which, is, which I, yeah. I, I like. But I'm glad that for the regular game, they got rid of that. But... To get rid of compositions, like I would rather deal with having four DPS on a team than have to be locked constantly, because then it's just there's there's no there's no room for interesting composition ideas. You know what I mean? I feel like that just alienates the people already playing the game. Yeah. It, oh, it absolutely. Did. I mean, this that was around the time I stopped playing it was it was goats, and then like right before they introduced roll queue was kind of when I got out of the game. So that for me was was kind of the down downturn. But yeah, I don't know. They got this whole Overwatch Two stuff going on now, and I don't know what the hell's going on with that. I hope it's good. I don't know if it will be. Hold on, let me go check. And what Jeff Kaplan Overwatch left Blizzard now too. For. Jeff Kaplan is uh, no longer on the Overwatch team, which is very concerning because he was like, he was the big dog, you know. So at this point, I don't, I don't see Overwatch Two going anywhere really. I mean, ho I hope I'm proven wrong because I do love that game, but yeah, I don't know. And at this point as well, because they've been working on Overwatch 2 for so long, they haven't done anything for Overwatch 1. The last year they released was Echo in like 20... I forget Wait. if it was 2019 or 2020. It's I just been over a year says since they added it. It is likely era. that because Overwatch 2 is just PvE, the game could be as low as it's 30 not, bucks. It's so not just PvE. Just PvE? No, it's, it's not. That's wrong. Okay, good. Whoever wrote that awful. is incorrect. <laughs> What the fuck? No, there's multiplayer, and they've actually stated that the multiplayer progress from Overwatch One carries over to Overwatch Two, which I think is so stupid because then it's it just, dude, it it's just literally like a cash grab, no, it, man. It is. Like, it's literally an expansion. What? That's all it is. Yeah, because they're it's just an your 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 progress literally carries over. So what? it's you're just playing an expansion of the game. Honestly, that's all it is. The same characters. It's just adding like a probably yeah, it's adds just new a maps. rework of the game. Yeah, with the PVE like mode upgrades. Yeah, which the PVE was great. So I'm glad they're doing a full mode with that, um, because it is really good. But and it's like at that point, like I don't know, I don't know, like there's, you know, I think of like when League made the drastic map change. You know what I mean? And they they do pretty good, drastic though. change every year. No, of course it was good, but it's like you know. They could have called that League of Legends. Yeah, too. exactly. You know I mean? Like, that's the joke. Because yeah. I, 
when I saw Overwatch 2, I thought it was a joke. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, because everyone says, like, you know, why don't they make League 2? Yeah, League of Legends yeah. 2. Like, that was, I literally thought it was a joke. And then I saw, like, it was legitimately on Blizzard's channel, like, Overwatch 2 announcement, and I could not believe it. I literally thought it was, like, a April Fool's joke. I still <laughs> honestly can't believe it, that they make Overwatch 2. Like, it's crazy. And it was announced, like, three years after Overwatch came out. It was so soon after, and it, it's like... Was it really? Yeah, and it, it's, it's like, it's just the same game. It doesn't look any different. Like, there's, like, HUD changes, like, but it's not upgrades, it's just changes, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. A bunch of weird shit in the past couple of years. You remember Warcraft 3? Didn't they remake yeah, it Ro- and just, Warcraft like, took out all the good shit from it? That was another thing I had on my list, is the, the, the remakes, uh... Following the battle royale on the Overwatch loot box craze, a new craze that's going on right now is remakes, which is great True, a lot yeah. of the time. Uh, I do like that they, they're not just remastering old games, but like completely remaking them entirely, like they're new games. I think yeah, if it's done, if up. it's done well, it's great. Like Resident Evil Two remake was awesome, but you know a lot of them are not so much. <laughs> the Mass Effect Legendary thing just came out. So that I guess oh, that yeah, one's, Mass Effect looks great. That's less a remake and a re, but that's a remaster though. You know they didn't remake those games, but still yeah. the, the general idea is all the remakes coming out. Uh, Warcraft Three Reforged, Demon Souls remake came out, um, which was pretty. I just good, feel like that's how you're supposed to treat a remake. It's just the old game, but looks better, and you probably remove a bunch of shitty mechanics. Like in Mass Effect, I I don't remember if it was one or two. Like if you like look through the sniper scope, like. It would just be like this shaky piece of garbage you couldn't aim at all, and they took it out in the remake. Yeah, but that that's the thing that that's not a remake though. That's a remaster. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like you shouldn't just like raw remake a game. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, I I I Demon think Souls it's the complete it. opposite. Really? Well, I mean, you it's, would want it's, them to remake Mass Effect. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, not so. not necessarily Mass Effect. I just think in general, I would rather mm. I would rather have a brand new. The reimagining of the game that stays true to the original, brought into the modern era, then just slap some new textures and change some balance on the game and call it a day. Okay. Like I would rather pay eighty dollars for a brand new game uh, that's a retelling of an old game, than pay forty for the same game I played twelve years ago that looks slightly better. Mm. Like if they remade entirely Mass Effect One from the ground up, that was like a brand new modern game. I think that would be hype as hell. I mean, I have no problem with the, with with remasters. I think they're f- fine as well. But I would prefer like a a full on remake, like a Resident Evil Two style, where they 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 literally just make a new game, because then it's a brand new experience. And as long as it stays true to the original and it's still a good game, then there's no problem. Where Re- Warcraft Three Reforged is not so. I don't remember why everybody hated that one so much. I think it's because they took out player made content like mods and shit there's yeah. like one map that people would play all the time and i think they took that map out i can see that people just didn't they were like why so like the only people who play warcraft 3 are the people who liked it before like i'm not getting into warcraft 3 now like, yeah what? exactly so like you alienate your original fan base nobody's playing the game anymore well that's like th- that's the thing that that resident evil did demon souls did too demon souls they just made the game again and it's like the same game still, you know, same areas, same bosses, but everything yeah. is new assets, you know, like it looks great, feels great to play. Looks better, feels better. Modern, yeah. modernized, you know, controls on a new 
system that something that's something that a remaster can't do or if you just slap some new textures on and you can you can add new models and stuff too but it's not it's not the same like if you think about um halo combat evolved the remaster and halo 2 as well they made new cutscenes for that game which looked really good pre-rendered and they added those complete remakes too nope or were those just remasters they added new models new anim or not animations rather sorry new models and textures Mm. um i think they updated the audio um no they didn't update the audio sorry the audio was the same uh and they added new cutscenes just, just pure visual changes um but people didn't like that really they, and i think they changed some other stuff too but for the most part it was just like they made it look better have you seen anything about halo infinite coming out no <laughs> then you get a grappling hook it was supposed to come out with the xbox yeah, it was supposed to come last series year, x but... it was supposed to be a release title and then it got delayed and i don't know if they have said anything since then I think it might just be stuck in development now at this point. Halo Infinite is going to be a game, not necessarily like cyberpunk in terms of hype, but people are going to be so excited for it and they're going to be disappointed. Yep, I agree. People hype up games uh, too much. They get way too excited and they treat it like it's the coming of Jesus Christ and then they get disappointed oh. when they play it and then it's just a game. <laughs> Even if it's a good game, they, they, they have like the most God-tier standards in their head for what these games are supposed to be and then they get disappointed. Yeah, because it's all, like, especially for a series like Halo, like, you look back at the old games, and you're like, I had so much fun playing those games. Yeah. I love them so much. And then, like, the new games come out, and they're, like, they're kind of, like, underwhelming, because you have this nostalgic view of the old games, and you expect it to live up to that expectation, yeah. and they also hype it up so much. But it's just to get you to buy it, man. I know. And, and all the E3 gameplay demos and stuff they show, it's, it's almost never indicative of the actual gameplay at all. A lot True. of it's scripted. But it's like made to show, show the game off, and it's like made to look like it's not scripted when it actually is. Well, poorly, yeah, poorly. Anyway, yeah, that's my rant. Eternals. You want to talk about Eternals? Sure. I think Lucas knows the most about Eternals. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty excited. Can you give me the premise first off? Yeah, I, uh, the Eternals are essentially deviations from humans. Mm. by beings called the Celestials. and Oh, those they, are like the big boys, right? Yeah, they're the big boys. You, you get a view of one of them, I think, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Ego, the living like planet, a, is a Celestial. Peter Quill. He's a Celestial. Peter Quill is half Celestial. Yeah, um, and he says he's the last one, but uh, we don't know if that's necessarily true. Oh, these guys are massive. Holy shit. And essentially, they're like immortal. Whenever they die, they're reborn. Hence the name. Yeah, exactly. So they've been around, like, helping humanity, and that, that's why one's name is Gilgamesh. He is the inspiration for the stories about Gilgamesh. There's, like, Athena, who is the inspiration for Athena and things like that. So they've, like, shaped history and, like, religion throughout time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it is, it is kind of cool. And I'm excited because it's, like, the first, potentially at least, cosmic thing that we're going to get. Yeah coming out of like endgame and stuff like the stakes have potential to be really high exactly and that's kind of the thing we were talking about in our first episode yeah when we were talking about the marvel trailers like when are the stakes gonna get big and i think especially because at the end of the trailer they mentioned the avengers yeah and i think when i think of the avengers in the mcu i think of like you know something that's building somewhere and hopefully that's what's gonna happen with like you know we'll get the eternals into a spider-man which, I mean, if we're getting an Eternals trailer now, like, I think we're bound to get a Spider-Man trailer in the next couple months. Yeah. Or at least more information about it. Hopefully. 
I'm interested to see what's going to happen now that his secret identity is revealed and everybody thinks he killed Mysterio, who they see as like mm. a savior. Mm. They see him as like a villain now. Wait, what? What? When? When did this happen? Did you not see Far From Home? No, I thought he was uh, a good man. He is a good man, but they all think he's not. Because Mysterio, Mysterio fooled them all and made a like a illusion. I think Mysterio is a sick villain. Yeah. I think his power is sick too. They did well. They did. They did him different in the MCU where he didn't actually have powers. He just used the technology that he made. I thought he was a mystical man who uses illusions. You you would be incorrect. I I'm incorrect. He uses illusions, but, uses but it's technology. Tech. Um, you, do you remember in um, Civil War, Tony Stark had the barf technology? Yeah. Uh, where he, he, like, it was like young Tony talking to his parents. Mm. That's, the, he, he made that. And he was mad because Tony called it barf. And, like, that's, like, his whole motivation. It's his legacy. It's his <laughs> He's mad at Tony opus. Stark because he made fun of, he basically called his tech barf and he got mad. So he wanted to, to, to really like stick it to the man. It was, it was cool. It was interesting because he would use, well... Everyone at first thought he had powers and he was like a sick guy because what he did was he would make these fake monsters and these fake attacks with his technology and then he himself like a, a projection of himself. Like obviously it was like a hologram, but everyone thought it was the real one. Uh, he would fight off the villain and then save the day and everyone was like, wow, he's so cool because he, he's fighting all these villains. Really, none, none of it's real. Uh, and Peter finds that out eventually. But as he, when he defeats Mysterio um, his Mysterio, with Mysterio's like final breaths because I think he got injured and, and I think he dies I don't remember how he gets injured at the end but he, he kind of frames the video so it looks like Peter Parker is killing Mysterio who everyone sees as like a hero because they don't know the truth right the public mm, true. Um, and he's like Spider-Man's killing me or whatever and he's like Spider-Man's real identity is Peter Parker and it's like broadcast mm. to everyone and then he he takes a clip of Peter, uh, where he he was saying like execute all the procedures basically like to the AI in his suit. He's he's like she's like what procedures do you want to you know perform? Oh, and he said one of the earlier movies. Yeah, Friday. Oh yeah. He, she's like what what procedures do you want to do? And he's like execute all of them. But out of context, it just sounds like he's saying execute like like kill everyone. So he takes that out of context of Peter saying, execute them all. Ooh. And then he dies. And he's like, his real name is Peter Parker. And then J. Jonah Jameson comes on the TV and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> J.K. Simmons comes <laughs> on. He's like, yo. Yes. Yeah, so, so there's like, I don't, I don't, I'm interested to see where they're going to go with that. Well, we're coming on the 50 minute mark. And I have something I want to do before we end. Uh, I have three truths and a lie. A little game I prepared earlier before the episode. I have three stories, three Florida man stories. We all have titles. I'll read you the titles. And then if you want, I'll read you the little like blurbs I found from the articles. One of these is fake. I, I, I made one up. I don't know how easy it's going to be or how hard it's going to be. Okay. But we'll figure it out. All right. I'll read you all the, the headlines first and you guys can go from there. Uh, naked man chases uh, two people around Palm Coast Chick-fil-A parking lot. Uh, second one is Florida man attacked and killed by pet cassowaries becomes first human killed by species since 1926. Very unfortunate. Uh, third one is Broward County, Florida man refuses to leave McDonald's after B12 
being denied 200 chicken nuggets. Okay. Thoughts? Luke, what are your thoughts initially? My first instinct is the 200 chicken nuggets one being the law. That's what I was thinking as well. Because um, yeah, 200 chicken nuggets is not actually that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's, really? that's not like, that well, like, crazy I feel like that's not an, an outrageous order for a McDonald's to get. No. No, store. they definitely have that amount of nuggets in the store. I mean, if you make a te- if you make ten ten piece nuggets, that's already a hundred. Like yeah, that's exactly. that's not like, that's only twenty ten pieces. That's not that crazy. It's a big order for sure, but you wouldn't get denied for that. I don't think. Um, the other reason I think it might be that one is Chris. I think the first one is too specific for Chris to come up with. <laughs> like Palm Coast Chick Fil A. Is such a specific thing to say. Why would Chris decide that it's in Palm Coast? You know what I mean? And and then the cassowary thing. Chris didn't pronounce cassowary right, so that's all I'm going off of here. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming cassowaries. I don't I'm know. A, oh, I I it's cassowary. Cassowary. So I think if you knew if you had made that up, you would have known that word already. And you sounded confused when you said it. <laughs> You're a fucking detective. You sounded confused when you said cassowary. <laughs> like, you sounded like you didn't know what it was. So that's why I think it's 200 nuggets. That's my, that's my theory. Yeah, this guy's he thinks he's a, he's smart. I'm trying to think, Did you go man. to psychology? Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to dig deep into the mind of, uh, listen, mm. I've known you a long time, and I know how your mind works. Okay. There's no way you would come up with Palm Coast Chick-fil-A. <laughs> There's no way. You would just say Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Why would you say Palm Coast? There's no reason. I wouldn't say it. The, the chicken nugget one, it says Broward County. Oh, that's true. <sighs> that throws a wrench into my idea. Because why would you say Broward County? <laughs> Why Did you just look up Broward random? County? Maybe you just looked up county in Florida, you know? Okay, I think okay. Maybe I'm gonna change my answer to cassowary. I think that's the fake one. I think man dying right. in cassowary is the fake one. We're going to be keeping track of the points here. I'll, I'll put. It There's no the way that he was the first one killed by the species since 1929. Someone died from a cassowary at a zoo somewhere at some point. Surely, I hope it is cassowary, and I'm not just stupid. And you were correct. I hope I'm actually saying well, it right. I'm gonna find. Is that it. your final answer? That's gonna be my final answer, Luke. What What are you thinking? Uh, I'm just gonna still go with the nugget. Okay. All right, you're locked <clears throat> in. Yep. All right. So the lie was the nuggets. Ah. Uh, boom, boom, boom. So you just came up with Broward County. Why did you just look up? You were right. You were on the money. I googled Florida yeah, County. Yeah, you just looked up Florida <laughs> County. You picked the first one. Yeah, yeah. And it is Cassowary. I just googled it. It is Cassowary. Cassowary. Damn. Okay. Do you, have, do you have one more? Or is that the only one? That's the only one I made. Okay, I'll come up with the impromptu one right now. Um. All right. Two truths and a lie. Two truths and a, three. Two truths and a lie about me. Um. Okay. Uh, this, it's actually really hard. <laughs> it's really hard to go with yeah, I don't. I don't want to just have blank airtime. Oh well. Next week, I want to. I want to do this okay. thing. Like, Next week, I'll weekly? come up with a two truths and a lie it. about myself. NCV boys, mm-hmm. how will you know me? I think Chris will probably get it. I don't think there's a lot of things about my life Chris doesn't know. I think Chris knows most about my life, so I feel like I know everything about you. Joe. Coming up with crazy shit. I feel like if there's some crazy story that's happened in my life, you've probably heard about it already. You know what I mean? So if I say something crazy that you've never heard of, you are probably going to know that's a lie. 
Luke, on the other hand, is 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 a toss up whether or not he gets it or not. I don't know. If Luke came up with the two truths and I, I would have no fucking idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I met. I'd have to think. I'm, I met Luke uh, four years ago, and I met Chris. Can you believe it's been four years? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Already? Yeah. I met Chris. The homies. Uh, Chris, we were, in, <laughs> we were in first grade. We're in grade one. How old are you in grade one? Seven. Six or seven. Sounds about right. Yeah, we met a long fucking time ago, brother. Almost, almost two decades ago. Holy minus yeah. a few years. Oh Once we, by the time we're twenty, uh, by the time we're twenty-seven, it'll be two decades. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, let's close on that it note. Out. Uh, it'll be two decades before this podcast ends, and on that note, this podcast Ooh. episode is ending. The end. This has been the Ice Cold Cast episode four. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Chris, watch out behind you. There's a gun. Oh, where? Okay, I'm stopping the recording. <laughs> <laughs>